It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. He's the Dan Grasa Show. And this is where this sticky stuff is becoming a joke. This is now the second time it's happened to a Yankee pitcher this year, and both times, at least uh, at the moment, they've gotten away scot-free to where the umpires are going to stop him during a check in a game, and they're going to examine him thoroughly, and it's going to go way longer than just the casual routine check to where he's walking off the field back to the dugout, almost like passing by. If the check is that thorough, and it's going to produce substance that is going to warrant you to wash your hands because they don't like the look or the feel of it, then you should be ejected from the game right there and then. This is the Dan Grasser Show. I sound terrible. Harvey, why didn't you tell me? I mean, it goes one of two ways. Number one, people hear that, they turn it off because this guy sounds terrible, or it's like they're listening out of sympathy. You so say I- sympathy, I'd say pity. On 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> so either way, you know, we appreciate your listenership. Yes, I know I'm playing hurt today. Trying. I think we're doing a good job, to be quite honest with you. Two down, one more to play with here on this Saturday morning. Dan Grass's show, 98.7 ESPN, 800-919-3776. Tweet at me at Dan Grass at GRACA. All right, a couple of things. Um, as I said I would, I would give you information regarding any Mets weather issues for the game today as soon as it becomes available. Well, ta-da, it is available. Mets postponed today. No Mets, so anybody that had tickets going to go out to the game, don't go. And as we said, they're going to do a split doubleheader tomorrow, so they're going to get their two gates. Everybody's going to be happy. First game tomorrow at 1.40. The regularly scheduled game tomorrow night at 7.10. So if you have tickets for today's game, that'll be tomorrow at 1.40, and they're going to do the bobblehead giveaway tomorrow afternoon. So you could still get your Lindor bobblehead. I think he actually the bobblehead actually gives you part of the $340 million that he's getting paid. So um, I think only a couple of those. You have to be uh, – it's like a jackpot type thing. You get a bobblehead or you get a beach blanket? No, you get the bobblehead. The beach blanket's later on down the year, I think. Yeah, there's going to be a few of the bobbleheads, though, that actually have some of Francisco Lindor's uh, salary in them. So, like, when you open it up and then there's, like, a few bucks, like, hanging out of his head. Or something like that. So no Mets today. Doubleheader tomorrow. So uh, they get a nice day off. Hopefully they don't lose any of that momentum that's actually uh, helped them here for the last couple of days. We were having a conversation to close out the last hour. One of the callers, um, Mike, brought up about, you know, if if there's like comps to Jimmy Butler. And I want to give a shout out to my guy, Dr. Zach, who tweeted at me. And you could do the same at Dan Gross at GRACA. He brought up Eli. Right. How do we forget Eli? Now, I would say that. Jimmy Butler is a much better regular season performer than Eli was a regular season quarterback. Like I said, Jimmy Butler was somebody who's, you know, all NBA. You know, he's a top 10 player in the NBA. I I, I don't think we'd say that about Eli. Like, Eli was never somebody I don't think we could say was a top 10 player in the National Football League. But playoff Eli was a different story. You know, those two runs in 2007, 2011, going all the way to the Super Bowl, winning a championship, you know, he proved his worth tenfold. You know, and he's going to be immortalized. The guy's going to go to the Hall of Fame. 
I think that's a, that, that's a decent comp, but I think just in terms of, you know, h- how they're viewed as players in the regular season, by and large for their careers, I think that Jimmy Butler is a little bit higher on the scale. But you know what, Eli ain't crying. I mean, I, I think Eli is more than secure with his legacy, as he should be. You know, he's a damn good quarterback. Best quarterback in the history of the Giant franchise. Plain and simple. And he gave you two championships. And he'll, nobody will ever be able to take those away from you. That's a good comp. So good job by our pal uh, Dr. Zach there with the tweet. Game, th- uh, I'm losing track of the games. Game three tonight, Nuggets and the Lakers. Let's see if LeBron and company could get off the mat. I think they will. But you know what? I thought the Lakers would win game two. They didn't. But now they're back home. And more importantly, last 48 hours, it's interesting because basically everybody was throwing dirt on LeBron. Career's over. He's old. He's done. Missing those layups. Very un-LeBron-like. So you know that he's heard all those things, and he's going to use that as fuel and his motivation. And I would expect him to play a better game tonight. But Denver's good. I, I mean, not that we didn't know that, but... You know, they weren't a one seed by accident. And they're probably still the team that's going to win the series. But I think that the Lakers will at least, you know, get one or two along the way. But the problem with the Lakers and, and, and why dropping game two in the manner in which they did, it really puts them up against the wall here for a second. Because if the Lakers want to win this series, they have to win a game in Denver. They have to. And Denver probably has as good a home court advantage as anybody in the league right now. You throw in the altitude, all these other things. So Lakers not only still have to win a game in Denver, but they also can't slip up at all at home, which makes it very, very tricky for them because the late comeback fell short in game one. They had good control of game number two, and they let it slip away there in the fourth quarter because Jamal Murray just went off. And then you got the guys on the Denver side. You heard Mike Malone after that game the other night basically saying, hey, man, All anybody wants to talk about is the Lakers, you know, couldn't close it out. The Lakers almost won the game. Nobody's given us our flowers. Or talking about Nikola Jokic and how well that he plays and how good of a player he is. Which he's right. He has every right to say those things. But this could be a night where Anthony Davis actually shows up again. Because AD is one of these guys, good game, bad game, good game, bad game. Was good in game one, horrible game two. So you might get the good AD tonight in front of all the stars out there in L.A. Maybe LeBron will actually make a a three-pointer in the fourth quarter. That doesn't happen that often anymore, as we know. I think the Lakers will win tonight. I I just, I don't know. I got a feeling. I think they'll at least get one. You know, Saturday night, prime time. We'll see. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Let us say hi to our buddy Omar in Brooklyn. Omar, I've missed you because I don't think we've spoken since the Knicks season ended. How are you? Uh, I'm still terrible. I watch Miami Heat and I look at it and I wonder how could it be. We will still have been playing. I ask uh, uh, Rick and uh, uh, Dave, that uh, before the game six, I said, you guys give me game six, I guarantee you game seven victory and an Eastern Conference final. But they didn't give me a guarantee on game six. That was the game they have. And the, uh, and that continues that for the years, uh, my son was telling me that, oh, this is a old history. I said, 
you cannot will lose game one at home when you have a home court advantage and they have a history if you lose a home game at Madison Square Garden they have not won out of eight playoff series when they first game the Reggie Miller a flashback happened and you lose that series and close series all the time but 98 96 uh, 96 94 Brunson has the ball in his hand i was saying that this is my moment my michael jordan has arrived i'm going to see that i'm going to see that after alan hudson hit i'm going to see somebody brunson or somebody is going to hit that three because the way that flagrant foul happened i said finally so we got to get a break it doesn't happen it didn't happen but he turned the ball over Last thing he expected to happen ended up happening because he was so brilliant and took that yeah. team on his shoulder. Let me ask you this. Is, d- does, it, does it help with the pain watching Miami do what they did, or just does it make it hurt even more? I, I think uh, uh, it really tells us that how close it was, how close we were in a, how close it were we were at that particular moment and people were talking about it that it was so close i am telling you I, I can give you a guarantee here write it down denver is a better team but miami heat is winning an nba championship this year because the talent doesn't matter the, when the, when you when the t- hard work pays off and the, it will beat the talent and nobody can matches up the hard work and intensity and the passion that these heat players have and that eric coach the edge that every he has over every head coaching job in nba this guy is telling nba players and nba fans that it has become like nfl if you have an elite, elite coach, that is going to win a championship. I told my son yesterday, I said, I will, cha- I will trade Brunson for only one thing, Eric Spolstra. That is the only thing I will change. No. And I can see that. You can't do that, I can Omar. see that championship. Eh? Can't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> can't do that. I, I love Brunson. Listen, one thing I want to ask you. Yeah. Uh, how we are going uh, uh, there. If you are going for a kill this off season, you are a media guy. You have a, a connection with the Knicks. Do you think uh, the, a little bit tweaked like people are talking about Obi Toppin and Aaron Fournier for uh, Buddy Heald or you're going for a slam dunk? Slam dunk. Now's the time. And who is now the slam the dunk? Now is Damian the time. Lillard? Damian Lillard or Paul George? Neither. Why not? Why not? Why not monitor the situation? What's happening in Philadelphia first? No, uh, I don't think. Uh, I don't. I'm not high on Embiid. I, I, I. He's just, the MVP of the league, Omar. He's the MVP of the league. He's a two-time scoring champion. You know, getting those guys, getting good players on your team. He hasn't gone to the Eastern Conference Final, and this was supposed to be the year with two players, and he has played with Jimmy Butler. He has played with the all-star players to this level, and he has not reached that level. Omar, how did that work out? They decided to move on from Jimmy Butler and keep the other guys. How did that work out? That's that's mismanagement. when they did it, I said it to myself, what are they doing? So they think that this guy, what was the, uh, the Clippers guy uh, that is still in Philadelphia, uh, the small forward, what's his name? Uh, the Long Island guy. Uh, Tobias Harris. 
Tobias said, they, they prefer Tobias. They don't want to pay Jimmy Butler. They would have won the championship already if they would have paid Jimmy Butler there. Only thing Jimmy Butler wanted is the money. And do you think that I am the only player in NBA? I am paying with my eyes closed Jimmy Butler here. The, the way his intensity, the way his passion for the game is, the hunger, you know why? Because he came from the street and he loved the sport the way everybody was supposed to love the sport. The money is not the factor. The game is the factor for him. That type of player I love. Brunson, Brunson has that mentality. Yeah. There's I think Roger Barrett is going to build up that mentality too. It's about being a, Omar, it's about being a grinder. And thanks for the phone call, my friend. Um, the thing about it, these guys just, they love ball, they grind, they compete, you know? Guy like Jimmy Butler, he didn't have things easy. He, just, he, he worked his way, he just kept grinding and grinding and grinding, and he made himself into the player he is today, where he's a damn good player. Guy's going to the Hall of Fame. Guy's going to the Hall of Fame. This year he was second-team All-NBA. You're second-team All-NBA, do the math. You're a top-ten player in the league. You had a season to where you were one of the top-ten players in the sport. And now on top of that, you see what he's doing in the playoffs? Taking his team again to the conference finals. Here's it like, and Omar made the point about, you know, maybe he said it a little tongue in cheek, but trading Brunson for Spolster and getting the top coach. Spolster's a good coach, but I keep saying this, and, and I will believe this until I'm no longer here. A good coach is only as good as the players that he has playing for him. All right? Bill Belichick is a genius when Tom Brady's his quarterback, and he's winning Super Bowls left and right. Since Tom Brady left the Patriots, what have the Patriots done? How many Super Bowls was Bill Belichick going to when he was coaching the Cleveland Browns, right? You need, any coach will tell you this, you need to have great players. If the Jets all of a sudden win, you know, 11, 12 games this year, go to the playoffs, is it because Robert Sala's becoming a better coach? No, I'd like to think that he has better players. Not say he's a bad coach, but he's got Aaron Rodgers, he's got a Hall of Fame quarterback. You know, that tends to help. You know, look at the Miami Heat before Jimmy Butler got there. They missed the playoffs two of the previous three years before Butler rolled into town. You need good players, no matter how brilliant a coach you are. 800-919-3776, that is the telephone number. We'll continue the Knicks conversation. We'll also sprinkle in a little bit of football, too, as we move forward. Dan Cross, the show, till the top, right here on 98.7 ESPN. No, I don't, I'm not high on Embiid. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. In case you're just joining us, no Mets game today. Rained out. 
They'll be taking on the Guardians in a doubleheader. Split admission doubleheader tomorrow at City Field in case you're going. Today's game, if you had tickets, it'll be honored at 140 tomorrow. And then they're going to play the regularly scheduled night game uh, under the lights at 7 p.m. Let us say hi to Frank and New Rochelle. He's up next here on 98.7. Frank, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? You know, What's um, up, Frank? Two things. Well, Denver, I, I, Denver's really not getting any respect. Um, I know you have to earn it. They haven't been to a conference final, and obviously not an NBA final, but I think this is the year at least to get there. It, the, the, it just seems like it's the Lakers. Lakers can't win. I kind of agree with Malone. That's my first point. My second point, I agree with you. You need players, but after watching the Knicks in Miami, and I love Thibodeau, but watching Miami against the Knicks and now against Boston, they run unbelievable sets. They, they, they run it to perfection. I know Butler has the ball in his hand a lot, but the sets that they run, I don't necessarily see those with the Knicks. I see, of course, some sets. It's not that they don't run anything. But, boy, Miami. And then on top of it, the seven undrafted players, you know, starting with Vincent, Martin, Robinson, to say that just those three that are on the court when it counts. Last night, Martin made a big jumper and made two free throws at the end. And he's undrafted. Their player development is bar none, but I agree with you. Obviously, since Butler showed up, they have been a different level team because you need that one guy. Um, so that's really and, and, and they've got it. two. I mean, let's not sleep on Bam Adebayo. I mean, we saw the damage no, that Adebayo did in the Knicks series where Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Hartenstein, they had a crash course in what it means to be a legit big in the playoffs. They manhandled the Cleveland guys in round one because those Cleveland guys weren't ready yet. But in round two, they yeah, found so, out what a true big is because Adebayo had his way yeah, with those guys. Can, um, can't uh, Mitchell Robinson, like, I don't get it. Like, I, can he go in the gym? I'm sure he has this in his game. We're talking about a 10-footer now. When I ask him to shoot threes, I mean, he, there's no offensive game whatsoever except when they roll to the basket and they throw it up and he dunks it. There's just nothing. I, I can't believe after three yeah. years the player development, again, for him, we're not looking for him to do much, but just an 8- or 10-foot jumper every so often would be wonderful, just would open up things just a little more. But it just you never see it. Frank, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And I thank you for the phone call. And, you you know, look, at what point when Mitchell Robinson do we stop referring to him as raw? I understand he hasn't played basketball that much. Like, he's not a guy who, you know, has been playing basketball from the minute he could walk. He picked up basketball, like, later on in life. Remember, like, nobody even knew who the hell he was when the Knicks brought him in. Like, who? who? This guy? Like, you know what I'm saying? So... Look, the Knicks are still betting on the upside. That's why they re-signed him, kept him around. But you see the difference it makes. And that's why, you know, when we talked about Embiid as possibly being on the move, and for those that haven't followed the story much coming out of Philadelphia, all right, the reports are, and the Philadelphia Inquirer had this yesterday, Doc Rivers fired. James Harden is like 90% signed, sealed, and delivered to go back to Houston. Still has a house there, still has family that lives there, still has businesses in the area, all those things. It's like the worst-kept secret down in Houston that he's going to find his way back there. Just kind of like last summer, that it was the worst-kept secret that Jalen Brunson was probably going to sign with the Knicks. You know, so much so that apparently when they were interviewing head coaching candidates down in Houston and they settled on uh, Ime Yudoka, that they asked these guys, okay, do you have any problem or would you have a problem coaching James Harden? Because James, you know, that Houston roster, it's very young. 
You bring in a guy like Harden, he's going to have free reign, which is how he likes to do things. You know, kind of march to the beat of his own drum, go out there, just chuck up about 50 shots a game, have his way, because he got a bunch of young guys on the team that aren't going to really get in his way of how he wants to go out there and operate. So Harden leaves. Then you got Joel Embiid, who's now got an MVP, who's going to look at Philadelphia and see the state of the roster and go, why do I want to stick around and be part of a rebuilding situation? And he might ask to be traded. And if he's asked to be traded, the Knicks could be a potential landing spot because he and Leon Rose are very close. This is former guy with CAA. Worldwide West, same thing. You got the built-in relationships already. So there you go. It could happen. And if you're the Knicks, how do you say no to that? You have all the draft choices. You've got some young pieces. Okay? You didn't want to go all in for Donovan Mitchell last year, but what about the MVP of the league? And you could talk about, you know, all these other things and how, you know, Joel Embiid has never been to a conference finals, and and, and that's well and good. You're right. Philadelphia hasn't been to a conference finals. I get that. But guy by the name of Kevin Garnett once upon a time never made it to the NBA finals, never made it out of the Western Conference with Minnesota, and then he gets traded to the Boston Celtics and they're world champions. Right? Doesn't mean one situation is going to dictate exactly what happens in a new surrounding. Anything is possible. Anything. I mean, think about it. They had so much talent on that team that freaking Doc Rivers even found a way not to screw it up. And still won a championship. It's true. Richard in Manhattan is up next. He is our buddy. Richard, how the heck are you? Hi, Dan. Hey, Rich. Uh, two things. Yes. With Butler. They didn't win the game last night because of Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler had a great game, his usual greatness. They won because they got 40 points off the bench from uh, uh, Martin, Caleb Martin, and uh, uh, Duncan Robinson. 40 out of 111 were two guys off the bench. Now, Lowry is off the bench, and he had a lousy game. He didn't score. So that's how good Miami is. Two out of their three guys off the bench did enough to win the game. That's what won the game last night for them. You know, Butler was his usual good self. Now, he wasn't super great. That's why they won the game. And as far as a coach for a player, you got to be kidding. It's the system. Riley has instituted the system there, and, and Solstra is smart enough to follow it. I mean, he, he wasn't born a great coach. Look at Popovich. Popovich, can you get better than Popovich after Duncan retired and the Ginobili and, and Tony got Parker left? Where, where was he, where's he been the last day? Years. So well, it's the saying. players. You need now, players. One more thing. Dan, one more thing. Let me get you before you hear this. Mm-hmm. LeBron James, everyone's talking about, had a bad game. Right, he had 22, 9, and 8. All right? 38 year old. 22, 9, and 8. 40 years ago to the day, 40 years to the day, a player just as great, just as great as LeBron James. Now, he was 36 at the time. Got manhandled in the NBA Finals. They lost four games to one. His name, of course, you know, was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm-hmm. Everyone said he was finished. He did look old. Moses Malone killed him. And if you remember, Moses Malone made that famous comment there before the series. They asked him, how are you guys going to do against L.A.? And he uttered the three mm-hmm. most famous syllables in basketball. Fo, fo, fo. Fo, fo, fo. Yep. Right. 4-0, 4-0, 4-0. They had won the first two, 4-0, but they only beat L.A. 4-1. Anyway, 
do you know Jabbar came back and won three more championships after the age of 36? Mm-hmm. So this guy, LeBron, you never count him out. Now I'm with you. I think they're going to win tonight. He didn't look old. He just he missed a couple of shots. He made that great interception at the end, but he did make a couple of bad plays at the end. He did look a little off, but he, this guy, you don't count out a heart of a champion like this guy is. And uh, believe me, the third, I, I, 40 years ago, we thought he was finished, Jabbar. And he came back and he had, I think, five or six more great years. Well, not great, but very good years with Magic, and they won three more championships. So please, you don't ever count out these great players. No, never, you don't. But the, but, but the thing, Richard, and thank you for the Pleasure. phone call as always, he, here's the thing about LeBron, though. He's hurt, right? He's hurt. I mean, it's obvious. He's got the foot issue. The fact that he fudged those layups, that was surprising more than anything because he doesn't have the lift. One, he fumbled the ball out of bounds, but that one late in the game where he made the steal, which was a great play on the inbounds, and then he tries to convert the layup, and he misses it completely. You know, and, and, and then the one earlier in the game, too, on the breakaway where he missed the layup. I mean, he would just go up and dunk that sucker, but he's playing a little banged up a little bit, which, you know what? This time of year, you hope a lot of players are. I would expect him to have a bounce-back game tonight. I would. Maybe you're not going to see, like, vintage LeBron because he is 38 years old. But I would expect them to have an answer. But Denver's good. You know, Denver's still probably going to win this series. They're a favorite to win this series. They're one seed for a reason. And good job by Richard, by the way, bringing up the, the, the Popovich situation. Further illustrates my point. Popovich won all those championships, all those games he won, all those years when he had Duncan Parker, Ginobili, David Robinson before that, whatever. Now, all of a sudden, the last couple of years, the Spurs are one of the worst teams in basketball. Why? Because he's got no players. But he's going to get Victor Wembayama here coming up in a couple of months, and we'll see if they start winning games again. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. More of your calls plus winning games. We expect the football teams to do that in the fall, right? But what does the rest of the country think? Got some interesting tidbits for you as far as that's concerned. Grasses show till the top right here on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Dan Grasser Show, rolling to the top of the hour. Then we're going to hand things over to Anita. Remember, game three, Lakers Nuggets, coming up tonight at 8 o'clock right here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, we'll have a full week of shows again next week. We had a full week this week, full week next week. Like I told you, you know, now that the Knicks and the Rangers are done, it's a lot of you and me time. So, Monday, 7 p.m., although that's going to be a 90-minute affair again, though, because we're going to have, what will that be? I'm trying to, which conference? Today's Saturday, so Monday will be West. So it'll be Western Conference Game 4 
Monday. But we'll talk to you at 7, right after TMKS. So look forward to that, as per usual. Before we get back to the calls, let me get into some football here for a second. Because, 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 because. I'm not really big into power rankings. You know, all these websites. You know, they need something to fill the content. Especially during the offseason, right? They got to keep it going. And so it's more, you know, fodder than anything else. Just kind of stuff to float your boat. Maybe some during some downtime on the calendar. So I decided to, to pop open. You know, they, 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 they reeled me in. The NFL power rankings on ESPN.com post-draft. Now that the draft is over and we know a little bit more about these rosters, what are they thinking? How do they think the league stacks up? And look, for the Jets and the Giants, Jets make the big move. They go get Aaron Rodgers. They're going to be better, right? Everybody has them among the top teams in the AFC. They got a shot. They got the gunslinger. Giants coming off of that playoff season last year. They win a playoff game. You know, made some good moves during the offseason. Not maybe splashy. But all accounts, you know, they had a pretty successful draft, it looks like. They filled a lot of holes. So you got to be feeling good about both of these teams, right? you got to figure that on a national level, the rest of the country probably thinks the Jets and Giants are headed in the right direction as well, right? Well, guess again, because, you know, you open up these power rankings, and they've got the Jets ahead of the Giants. But they have the Jets 12th in the NFL. And you might say to yourself, okay, that's about right. Okay, fine. You know, we'll see what happens when the season starts. But the problem with them being 12th, if you, you know, split it apart and analyze it a little bit, they've got the Jets as the eighth, eighth best team in the AFC. Which, if you follow the NFL, that would imply that they don't even think the Jets are a playoff team this year. Now, It might be premature to suggest that they're a Super Bowl contender. It might be premature to suggest that they're even the favorite to win the AFC East, which right now probably is still the Buffalo Bills. It's their division until somebody beats them. But to think that they're not going to be a playoff team, I would then go out on a limb and say that that would probably imply that the season was one big massive failure over in Florham Park if they don't make the playoffs. They have ahead of them just in the AFC, Kansas City, who they have number one, Cincinnati number two, Buffalo, they have at number four in the NFL. Miami, they have sixth, which I think is extremely, extremely far-fetched. They're not the sixth best team in the NFL. Baltimore at number eight, now that Lamar Jackson is signed, sealed, and delivered. Chargers are at number nine, who have done nothing in a big spot except blow 27-point leads in a playoff game. Jacksonville, they have number 10 in the NFL. They're the sixth team, uh, or the seventh team in the AFC, and then they have the Jets at number eight. So, okay, you might think, hey, we're top 12 in the NFL. That's great, but according to this, they only allow seven teams in in the playoffs, and the Jets would be the eighth in the AFC. Giants, they have at number 17 in the NFL. Behind such other clubs as the Detroit Lions, who, you know, it's amazing. Detroit is like the flavor of the month now in the NFL. Everybody is hopping on that bandwagon. They came oh so close last year. They got a good roster on paper, but people think, I mean, the Lions are going to go to the promised land now. It's amazing. They got Minnesota number 14. Minnesota, that's comical to me because Minnesota has already traded Zadarius Smith to the Cleveland Browns. It looks like Dalvin Cook could be on his way out. Vikings are kind of almost retooling this thing right now. There is no way that they're going to be, you know, a, a team that's top 14 in the NFL. 
Uh, and they have Pittsburgh and New England ahead of the Giants as well. They have the Giants as the seventh best team in the NFC, which would still get them in as a wild card. So basically, the uh, moral of the story is that while the optimism might be high in these parts for the Jets and the Giants in the upcoming season, the rest of the country uh, is taking a wait-and-see approach. I think it's a good way to put it. Let's say hi to our buddy John in the car up next here on 98.7. John, how we doing? How's it going, Dan? Big shout out to the company. Company. Who will not be going to the baseball game today because Mother Nature stepped in. Correct. Now, on that note, so we know Lonnie called and talked to you earlier about how we got the company uh, Mets game tomorrow and all. So, or was supposed to be today. Now it's rained out. Yes. So we're all going to tomorrow. But we have somebody who can't make the game. We have a free ticket. And we, as a company, would like to offer you a free ticket to tomorrow's Mets game to come sit with us and watch the game. Oh, that's nice. John, that's so nice of you guys. I love the company. I love you guys. Let me ask you a question. How is that decided? Like you said, we as the company got together. Like, do you have a Zoom meeting? Do you get on a conference call to decide, like, who should be offered that extra ticket? How does that come about? (laughs) Well, it was. uh, Is it it pick a name out of a hat and my name was picked? And, uh, and, and so the Lonnie can't go. So we, I was on the phone with Lonnie. We were just talking like, Hey, what are we going to do? We got this extra ticket. And Lonnie said, Hey, Dan's a big fan. Why don't we invite him? So it was Lonnie's ticket to do what he wants with. And so we just decided, Hey, you're a big fan. We love you. So we decided we'd see if you want to take, you want to well, go. Y- John, you know what? The feeling is mutual. You know that, but I'm going to have to respectfully decline the invite tomorrow because I got some things going on. The only day I had off this week, so I got to get some things done. It's supposed to be a beautiful day, though, so you're going to have a great baseball yes. day. We will, we will make it happen at some point down the road. Like I said, I'm trying to make June 1st happen, but if not, we got a lot of outings and this and that over the summer that I'm sure we're all going to be able to connect and hang out and stuff. All right. Sounds good. Well, hope to see you June 1st. We'd love to have you there. And, uh, yeah, we'll find something we can all get together for soon. So For sure. But thanks uh, for sure. thanks for considering it, man. We awesome. Johnny, appreciate it, my man. Thanks for the invite. That's nice. It's John in the car. See, that guy's like, got invited to a baseball game. I'm like the most popular kid in school now. I got invited to a baseball game. I haven't met anybody today who has been invited to a baseball game yet other than me. I am Mr. Popularity. Thank, you know what? Thank God the Mets called the game early. Because now it's like really starting to uh, intensify outside. That's the last thing you want is people schlepping out to that game, having to wait in the rain for them ultimately to call it and not even play. So good job by the Mets getting ahead of it early there. And uh, they'll play the doubleheader tomorrow. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Why don't you guys go? Harvey, you want to go to the Mets game tomorrow? Joe, you want to go to the Mets game tomorrow? I'll be working. So I will respectfully decline because I have this to take care of. Harvey still might be hungover from all the euphoria from the Red Bulls game tonight. He still oh, might not be able the to Red come Bulls down game from tonight. that high. Yeah. We'll get into that coming up next and uh, yeah. what they're doing on the business side. You know we will. You know we will. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Dan Gross' show will roll until the top. Then it's Anita right here on 98.7 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. All right, so what do you got for the rest of the day today? Well, I'm glad you asked because no Mets. They get rained out. Instead, you get Yankees. They got a 4-10 first pitch this afternoon coming up against Cincinnati. Um, I guess, are they going opener today? Who, have they announced even a starting pitcher for the one this afternoon? It might be one of those, like, let's, you know, kind of compile the nine innings together, see if we can get 27 outs with the bullpen. I, I think it might be a pen game today for the Yanks, if I am not mistaken. You got your basketball tonight. You're going to hear that on 98.7. Coming up uh, 8 o'clock is when our coverage begins. Denver Lakers, game number three. We'll see if the Lakers can get themselves back into the series. You got game two of the Eastern Conference Finals in the NFL between Florida and Carolina. Let's see if this one is faster than four overtimes like we had in game number one. The Panthers trying to go up 2-0 in that best of seven. And, of course... We are going to have our Major League Soccer fix, for those of you that need it. You got the Red Bulls taking on Montreal. That'll be 7.30 over at Red Bull Arena. Harvey will be there. He's unsure if he's going to eat at the stadium or if he's going to pick up some uh, takeout on the way. But nevertheless, you know, he's got a little extra pep in his step because the Red Bulls have actually won a game in the last month, right? That's right. You're excited. I'm 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 doing better than I was a month ago. How many points out of the playoffs? Three points. Three points. So that so that could be all accomplished today with a victory. Well, yeah. I mean, if they win against Montreal, they are essentially tied for a playoff spot at the very least, which oh. is what you'd like going into the week. And, and, and can life be any better? Seriously, can life be any better? Well, if, if, I mean, if you are tied for a playoff spot in late May with still four and a half months or whatever it is left in the season. I mean, you, you, are you making your you know championship parade reservations already? No. No. I mean, we're way off that. Yeah, I think so. You won the game earlier this week, though, uh, the Wednesday night game, right? No, that was actually uh, nil-nil. Scoreless oh, it was a tie. Draw. Okay, yeah, a scoreless yeah. tie. But we're on the, uh, the slow upswing, so I'll take that any you know. day. Hey, you know what? If, if, if it's slow, it's still an upswing. So you have to, you know, use that to your advantage. And by the way, anybody who maybe is a soccer neophyte and, you know, hearing our conversations each and every Saturday morning about the Red Bulls and Harvey's obsession with them, you know, for those that maybe want to give this soccer thing a shot, maybe even follow the Red Bulls or Major League Soccer, you can do it now and it's not even going to cost you anything because despite the fact that Apple TV signed a blockbuster 10-year deal with the MLS, so every game is now broadcast or streamed, I should say, on Apple TV. I guess subscription numbers are not where they want them to be, and I'm putting that mildly as possible. But now Apple TV and MLS in conjunction have basically thrown their hands up in the air and said, you know what, maybe we kind of over-assumed the appetite for our product and the numbers are not where they want them to be. So they said, you know what, as an act of good faith, We'll give you 30 days for free. 
and, be able to consume our product. Right. And Dan, yeah. on top of that, if you just have anything up your mind about soccer, how about this? Call into the show. Me and Dan will break it down with you for the people. Anything. Anything. Anything at all. All seriousness, though. Well, I was being serious. Well, no, of course. And also, on top of that, they had the big shindig earlier this week at Times Square announcing the 2026 World Cup, which is going to be in our area. MetLife Stadium is going to get, what, about eight games probably during that World Cup, which is going to be awesome. But it's also going to be crazy as hell when it comes to traffic because you can write this down. They will sell out every seat and then some for those games at MetLife. And that's 80,000 seats in that stadium. They'll all be gone. They'll all be gone, and there'll be people waiting outside to see if any drop out because they want to be into that stadium. I mean, the World Cup is an event like no other. Seriousness. I mean, it's, it's, it's obviously the most popular tournament in the world. And the fact that, you know, it's going to be in our backyard, I, I, I think it's great. I mean, when we had the World Cup here in 1994, I, I remember, like, the pandemonium that ensued. It was, it was crazy. So we're going to be getting that three summers from now, and it's going to be a scene. You think we'll have an in for tickets? What do you think? I mean, if they have any respect, I would hope so. I would, I, I would hope so. But those tickets are going to be a pretty penny. And I do know for a fact that, you know, because FIFA is the operating body, the governing body for soccer, of course, and, and the World Cup and the tournament, that – you know, even though the Meadowlands and, um, you know, Jets, Giants and everything, they operate the stadium. Once the World Cup rolls around, they basically take the keys to the joint and they hand it over to FIFA. And they say, all right, we'll turn off the lights when we're done with it. Like FIFA takes control of that stadium. And it's going to be for about a month, maybe more. And everybody else, get out of the way. Those are part of the conditions. Now, we don't know where the final is going to be. We don't know if it's going to be at MetLife. It could be. I don't know. I'm my my. I say the smart money is still L.A., but you never know. You know, out at SoFi, they'll install some natural grass out there. I, I think that that's probably where the final will be, but we'll find out as we get closer. But nevertheless, getting eight games at MetLife Stadium is going to be awesome in a couple of years, and um, we'll see where things go. That is going to be it for us, though, on this Saturday. This was a lot of fun. Good show, as always. Want to thank Joe. Want to thank Harvey. Want to thank Anthony Beck for hopping on with us. I want to thank you guys for being a part of it, listening, tweeting, the whole nine yards. Good week of shows. We'll be back with you Monday at 7 p.m. right after TMKS. Anita's up next. Enjoy your Saturday, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon on Monday. So long.